Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for popping on. Really appreciate it. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Hit the subscribe button. Also, I'm on YouTube if you want to watch. And like I always say, you're welcome to watch. <sighs> Pretending to smoke right there. I'm on YouTube. Just go to YouTube, search DeHuff Uncensored, and then again, hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports. Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot of headlines to get to today. I do want to tell you something that that was funny that kind of happened. It it took me down a trip of memory lane, I guess you could say. I told you a few weeks ago that my father-in-law retired. They had his ceremony. Well, last night was the actual, like, party. And firefighters, they know how to party. And and we had a good time. It, It was neat. Kind of did a lot of the same speeches, but there was a little more details in some of the stories that revolved my father-in-law, Tim Hanlon, after over 40 years retiring as battalion chief for North Metro Fire. But it was really cool, really neat. But what was funny is some of his uh, his side of the family was there, and I haven't seen them in forever. And my wife's like, when's the last time you saw them? And I said, Jeez, it, it was a long time ago. And then I'm like, oh, the last time I saw them, I told a joke and nobody laughed. And I'm sure there's been times where you've got, you have said a joke and like everybody just doesn't get it for whatever reason. I literally had about 15, maybe 20 people just stare at me and go, what the fuck? They didn't say that, but you could just see it on their faces. We were up in Wyoming and it was hot out. People were complaining about how hot it was and and how there wasn't any shade. So I say, well, at least we don't have to worry about rickets. Huh? <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm not saying it was a great joke. I'm just saying it was one of those awkward, it's so stupid, you gotta laugh type of, or chuckle like you're so stupid type of joke. Huh? I don't know when the last time you heard a good Ricketts joke, but I tossed one out there and nobody laughed. (laughs) Nobody, nobody even said, do what? Nothing. They all just stared at me like you fucking dumb shit. That's all I remember about these people. The last time I saw them, my failed attempt at a Ricketts joke. Listen, if you can throw out a Ricketts joke and somebody at least chuckles, you're doing things right. And I didn't do things right that day. And I want you to try today, this week, sometime, you need to try to throw in that Ricketts joke and see if anybody laughs. I want to know. Get back to me, dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on social media. Hey, DeHuff, threw out a Ricketts joke today and I got them. They laughed. Or threw out a Ricketts joke, don't know what's wrong with people, they didn't laugh. Okay? You're welcome. Let me know. Let me know how that goes for you. All right. Anyway, let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> All right. A guy named Philip Carroll of Maryland is giving Americans a bad name. And he's over overseas doing the touristy thing. And he's at uh, Mount Vesuvius and he decides, him and his family, to not obey the signs that say, don't go beyond this point and all this other shit. They're like, fuck you, I'm an American. And they just go where they want, which, 
let's be honest. Yeah, we're Americans. We can go wherever we want, right? Uh, there are people that are like that. And you're like, dude, come on, shut the fuck up. Quit. Stop it. Anyway, so he decides to go beyond this point so he can go take a selfie right on the crater of Mount Vesuvius. And all of a sudden, he accidentally drops his cell phone while he's trying to take a selfie. Then he goes to try and grab it. And then he just falls into the crater, bangs himself up, gets some bruises, cuts. But here's the problem. He had to be rescued because on the other side of the crater, they saw what happened. They saw, oh, hey, look, a dipshit's over there. He's not supposed to be there. So they call it in. He had to be rescued. They, they get out the helicopter, all the fixings for a good a rescue, ropes and shit like that. I don't listen. I don't rescue people. No. I talk in front of a microphone. I don't know how to rescue people, really. But that's what they did. He ends up escaping without any injuries. But he did get taken into police custody. And now he's awaiting like what, what the fines are going to be. I mean, like I said, he, he did get some scrapes and shit like that. But what's annoying is they had to rescue him because he was being a fucking idiot and wanted a selfie. How many people hurt themselves on a daily basis because they want to take a selfie? Have you ever almost hurt yourself from taking a selfie or taking a picture? And you're like, what am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? No. We went to Glenwood Springs last week. And there's a point because you go into the caves. We went and did the cave tour, which was really cool. Love it. I suggest if you go up there and you can go do the cave tours, do it. It's awesome. But at one point near the end, you get a you go outside and you're on top of this on top of the mountain and you're looking over and I hate heights. I do. I just not a fan of them because I understand what happens if you fall, <laughs> you die. But my wife was making fun of me. She thought it was funny. There's a picture of me just like like in the back arms crossed because I refuse to go to the edge. But all I can imagine is how many cell phones get dropped because people are trying to take a selfie on the edge of a cliff. I imagine like you could probably go. I, I should. I didn't even think about this. You could probably go to like the Grand Canyon. And I'm sure if you're able to look down without falling in yourself, you'd probably find a bunch of cell phones and shit like that from people just dropping shit. Don't you don't need to take a selfie. Fuck, man. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives that big of a shit. We're like, oh, he's he's on the, the edge of a, a volcano. Boy, I hope he takes a selfie. <laughs> Come on. Fucking idiot. Fucking Philip Carroll of Maryland. Stop it. And here's the thing that's annoying about that is he, like, broke the rules. And there was plenty of signs saying, don't go beyond this point. And he decides, fuck it. I'm going there anyway. Don't do that shit. That's annoying. Well, there may be a day that, moving on to the next story, because these aren't related. <laughs> Just FYI, I didn't want to blindside you. You're like, what? That makes no fucking sense. There may be a day that you need to put sugar on your butthole. That's right. That's right. You may have one day a prolapsed anus. That's a thing. And what's the treatment? Well, I'm going to have an ICU nurse named... Shenady, and she explains it on her Instagram page. So I'm just going to go ahead and hit play 
because she explains it and then she also gives because she like made a mention of it and now she had to come back with a rebuttal because people are like wait what 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 so let's let's hear from her okay so this is a follow-up video to uh, me letting you guys know that the treatment of a prolapsed anus is table sugar and that nurses call it a sour patch kid Okay, so I think the biggest comment that I got asked is how does this happen? How does your anus literally fall out of your butthole? Valid question. I do wanna preface this by saying, everyone calm down. Don't worry, this does not happen spontaneously. You won't just be randomly pooping one day and your intestines will fall out of your butt. That's not gonna happen. Rectal prolapse is typically seen in women ages 50 or older, and they usually have weakened pelvic muscles due to childbirth. Other things that could cause this is chronic constipation, long-term laxative abuse, chronic diarrhea, or defects in the lower GI tract or pelvic area. The second most asked question I got was, is it just regular sugar? The answer is yes, it is just regular granulated sugar. And it's kind of like salting a slug, so when you pour sugar on it, it pulls the fluid out. The, the fluid gets absorbed by the sugar, and in turn, it deflates or kind of shrinks, and then it's able to go back into the rectum. Now I'm going to read you guys some of the funniest comments on the video. If you make me a powdered donut and don't eat me, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> pour some sugar on me is a much different song now. TikTok keeps teaching me things against my will. <laughs> if I sprinkle sugar on my belly, will it go back in? <laughs> I like learning, but at this point, I need to know where to draw the line. You know what? I didn't need to know that. Forbidden cherry sugar snack. Hopefully their partner has a sweet tooth. New dessert just dropping, boys. Not my mouth watering. Straight to jail. Girl, yes, yeah, straight to jail. Oh, yum. I love powdered donuts. I laughed so hard, I almost prolapsed. All right, that's funny. <laughs> I she did a good job with that. That's, that's just so disgusting. Hey, hey, you never know. Could you imagine if they put that on like Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> They're like, oh, we got a code brown, code brown. My God, my God, his anus it, it dropped. What do we do? Give me two tablespoons of sugar now, now. Intern comes back and be like, I got the pink packets. Be like, damn it, Todd. I said sugar, not this fake shit. Comes back. All right. Rips it open. Sprinkle. Just a sprinkle. Sprinkle, Todd. Sprinkle. This is a learning hospital. Sprinkle the sugar on the anus. <laughs> All right. Who wants donuts? I thought it was funny that, that the nurses apparently call this a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> I like. My kids love the Sour Patch Kids, those those candies you buy. Now I'm just going to be like giggling every time they eat one. Be like, ooh, is that a donut in there? Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. What the fuck? Wow, what a weird, weird solution. So guys, if, or ladies, I guess she said it happens more likely with them. If your anus drops, go ahead. Go, go to the kitchen. And just shove up some uh, some sugar up there. She said it was like when you salt a slug. That's fascinating. Fascinating. How does somebody figure that out? That's the other thing. So they're like, I'm sure there, there are studies, but it would be funny if they're like, <laughs> who came up with the idea of putting sugar on somebody's butt to fix the prolapsed anus? <laughs> they're like, uh, there's bored. <laughs> Man, you got a soggy butt. 
your anus is dropping. You know what? I'm hungry. And then somebody, anyway. <laughs> I don't really want to get into that too much. That's pretty nasty. Hey, we got more headlines coming your way, including a bent celebrity that we're going to get into that one in a second. But first, summer is here, and there's no better time to make your first bet with Superbook Sports. Along with its usual vast betting menu, Superbook already has a lineup for every pro football game this fall. So when you make your first deposit on the Superbook app or sign up at Superbook.com, check this out. They're going to match 100% of your money up to $500. It's never too early to start thinking about Superbook uh, at football. Oh, excuse me. Thinking about football at Superbook Sports. I'm stupid. Okay. But I do know that if you go to Superbook Sports, you can place your bet and start winning today. You like that transition? You're welcome. So uh, <laughs> visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. So you're new to town, you just paid a gazillion bucks for a house, and now you can't afford a gallon of gas. Relax, Sparky. You can always lose life's worries at the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. All right, so while on Piers Morgan, is it Piers or Pierce? Piers, whatever. Anyway, Mickey Rourke was just bent about Tom Cruise. So let's join in on the audio on this one. It's very interesting. Uh, yeah, it is Piers Morgan. You can tell I don't watch political shit, but I, I thought it was interesting. Listen to this. Mickey, when you see someone like Tom Cruise, you know, grossing a billion dollars with Top Gun Maverick, the sequel, 35 yeah. years or so after the first one, what do you, what do you think of that? That doesn't mean shit to me. The guy's been doing the, the same effing part for 35 years, you know? <laughs> There's, you know, I mean, uh, I got no respect for that. Really? I don't get. I don't give it. No, nah, re yeah, really, brother. I don't care about money and power. I care about when I watch Al Pacino work and Chris Walken and and De Niro's early work and uh, Richard Harris's work and Ray Winstone's work. Mm -hmm. Those are the kind of. That's the kind of actor I want to be, like Monty Cliff and you know Brando back in the day and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of guys that just. Tried to stretch his actors and be the. You don't think Tom Cruise is a is a good actor? I think he's irrelevant in my world. Mm. Fascinating. Oh, Mickey, jealous much? Huh? Listen, listen, I get it. I I see where he's coming from because I'm right there with him in a sense that the majority of Tom Cruise movies are the exact same. It's like Dwayne Johnson, and I've said this before. I'll watch a Tom Cruise movie. I know it's going to be good. I'll watch a Dwayne Johnson movie. I know it's going to be good. But here's the thing. They essentially play the same character in each movie. I get that. As far as Mickey Rourke is concerned, I understand. They're, they they found a niche, and they're sticking with it. And here's the thing. I can't knock them on that too much. But as far as Mickey goes, I understand what he's saying as far you know, it they're not they're not really acting anymore. They're doing the same role just with a different character, uh, shit like that. So I, I get I get his point. But that being said, it works for those guys, and all that Mickey Rourke comes off as is being just jealous. And talk about irrelevant. Mickey Rourke is irrelevant. 
And yes, again, I, I get it. He's, he's a better actor than I'll ever be. I don't fucking care. But here's the thing. He's coming off as a jealous little bitch in this, in this situation. Tom Cruise, yeah, you're, you know what you're getting when it's a Tom Cruise movie. It is. It's the same fucking thing. But guess what? I'm going to fucking watch it. Can't help it. Dwayne Johnson, same thing. He's, they're not really showing off their their acting skills anymore because it's essentially the same thing. But guess what? I'm gonna watch it because it's gonna entertain me. Man, I he and listen, he he's naming off all these guys, and it's like you don't need to be doing drama in in all these ultra sophisticated roles. You don't have to be doing that to be successful. And I, he just comes off as being just being you know jealous that's it it's like fuck off mickey go get some more injections in your face (laughs) god man boy he looks he looks very plasticky it's it's fucking weird it's hey listen mickey if if you're happy in your life that's great but you're, you're trying to drag down tom cruise and it's unnecessary you just come off like a whiny little bitch in that situation. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Now, that being said, if Mickey Rourke comes to my face and, and is like, you want to repeat that again? And I'll be like, no, I don't. <laughs> Who? My name's not Scott. <laughs> no. The, uh, fuck. And then I just run. Because, <laughs> listen, he sounds like he smokes a lot. I'm sure I could outrun him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I could. Hopefully. Hopefully, otherwise, he's going to beat the shit out of me. And then where are we at? I'll sue him. <laughs> I think I started a trend, in it, and I don't know how I feel about this. A woman couldn't place her order at a McDonald's due to the employees not having any gloves. And if anybody has ever worked in a restaurant, it's like if you work in a good one and a well-managed one, Everybody wears gloves. And if you don't have gloves, you you can't be touching the food and the utensils and stuff like that. So this lady freaks out and she's mad because she goes through the drive-thru and they're like, listen, ma'am, we, I'm sorry, we can't make your food because we don't have gloves. And she's like, fuck you. And she gets to the window, starts bitching at the employees, and then she climbs through the drive-through window wearing a pink dress that looks like something that would be like a stereotypical bridesmaid dress. And she climbs through the window and starts demanding that she's going to make her own food. I don't know if she succeeded. Everything I've read that like people don't know if she ended up doing it or not. Here's the thing. I respect the shit out of the employees for being like, we can't touch the food because we don't have gloves. And they're just doing what they're supposed to do. And it does suck because I have been in those situations where, for whatever reason, the ordering manager didn't order gloves. And you're like, fuck. And then what sucked is usually what happened is like I would have to put on like the size small gloves because those are the ones that we always had extra of. So I'd be like my hands all squished. But I got to respect the employees on that. The fact that there's a lot of things wrong. You shouldn't be climbing through a fucking window. And here's the thing. They're trying to be sanitary, and your dumbass is climbing through the fucking window. And 
if for some reason this comes out to be staged, that's going to piss me off even more because it was on TikTok or some shit like that. And in somebody was recording the whole thing, but they cut it off as she got into the kitchen. But it's going to piss me off because it, you shouldn't be doing that. Now, when I rolled my burrito at Qdoba, I only touched my food that was already tr- attempting to be made. I didn't go behind the counter and just start touching all the utensils and shit. I just grabbed my burrito and, and had a training session of, hey, dipshits, it's not a burrito ball. It's a burrito long, <laughs> however you want to say it. So it, it it's going to make me mad if this is a, is staged. It still makes me mad that that regardless that this woman climbed through and, and you can't be doing that shit. It's unhealthy, unsanitary. You can't be doing that. You can make somebody sick by going back there. I don't know if if she has some weird fucking. Maybe she has herpes. I don't know. Maybe she has something else. Fuck. I don't know. I don't know why I said herpes. <laughs> That's that's ugh. anyway. You know what I'm saying. She could, she could be transmitting something to other customers and employees. So it's like, no, fuck off, people. You can't be doing that shit. To actually invade their space and going into the kitchen, that's a little overboard, ridic. Hey, listen to me. I'm sounding like a you know a young kid. My kid says ridic. He's like, that's ridic. He also says yo, yo. Like, you're not allowed to watch YouTube anymore. Fuck, I hate that. Anyway, there you go. Thank you guys so much for popping on today. Really appreciate it. Uh, Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening today. And then share it with your friends if you're able. And also, if you can, give it a nice review. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports, Blake Street Tavern. Go check them out at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. As well as Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com. It's the Huff Uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.